Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds, episode 386. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and this is a very exciting day. This is Earbuds Day. Earbuds Day. It's September 12th. Earbuds is now available on iTunes, on the Amazon. Yep. Google, all over the place. Yeah, so uh, you, you'll be able to download it to your favorite device using your favorite platform now. Yep. So um, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Dave Anthony, who's in the movie, that's our guest, Dave Anthony, ladies and gentlemen, who's in the movie. I haven't seen it. Sent him links. I've I've physically you me, put you, get, you physically gave me a DVD, gave me a DVD. DVD mm-hmm. and you, and sent one to my old address as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> why? Why? My wife says it's very good. She enjoyed it. Oh well, that's good. How okay. come you don't watch this movie well, that you're I'm in? It. I don't want to watch it because you don't want to watch yourself. No, I just, no. So like when you see like one of those TV commercials you did or whatever. On, you... No, I can't stand it. Like my kid wants to watch them and I just turn them on and walk away. So I can't. I no. But this is just like an interview. It's not like you're running around. It's going, even worse. <laughs> why, is <laughs> because, that, why is that? Because worse? you're not playing a character. Because yeah. you're actually Dave. The character is a, a little bit better, but if it's just me, I'm just like, ah, shut up. <laughs> like you guys feel like right now. <laughs> Why don't we play a clip from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> we have it. We have it. So we'll just show the parts you are in. <laughs> oh, I really. I want to. I want to chain you down yeah. and pry your eyes open, Clockwork Orange style, yeah. to make you watch this movie. That's how. That's what it might take. Yeah. <laughs> Well, all right, we'll do a spoiler app let's then. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we just need some money for eye drops. Yes. And Everybody and, says it's very good. And restraints. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get compliments. People are like, hey, you, that was great seeing that movie. And, you know, I get that. All right, that's good. The people are like, you're not a total dick. Could you watch the par- parts that you weren't in? Could you just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Can you do that? How? <laughs> is it easy to skip around me? Yeah, well, yeah it if you, is. especially if you do the DVD. <laughs> can you give me an edited version? <laughs> <laughs> There's an hour and, and 28 minute version that doesn't have Dave in it. Your section yeah. is about five minutes, six minutes, or like yeah. that. Yeah, it's not. Uh... You're in a couple, and then you're in a couple scenes in the end when we all. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, don't um, say, yeah. don't say. But yeah, what when you're, you could just skip the section where because it's a whole, it's a complete section of you. And Greg talking about when, right. when Greg um, mm. relapsed. Right. And then there's a section of you talking about the uh, tsunami the in, earthquake Japan, in Japan. Oh, right. An earthquake in Japan. So, but Shout uh, out to Sandy, big fan of Japan. Yes. You're, you're, you're going to be famous today now. You and- uh, Aaron. Aaron, the Hanson brothers. Yep. Uh, Not me. I was cut from the film. No, a different yeah, Aaron. Everyone but Aaron. A different Aaron. Yeah. yeah but, a, a of course. Aaron. A girl Aaron. Yeah. Paige Branson, all the yep. other fans, yeah, uh-huh. they're they're now uh, in the released film. Yeah. D- did you think you were going to be in the film, and then you watched it and you weren't? It was one of those. No, no, I I knew pretty early on that I wasn't. I didn't have the stuff. No, we told we told Aaron right after the interview. We're not using this. You, you well, watched. no, I think when he heard me say "Don't turn the camera on" before he started talking, I think that was. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a great movie story? Yeah. My friend, my roommate in New York. Uh, gets cast in a Demi Moore movie, and it's like, okay, here we go. And he's, and it's this, it's that time movie she was in where she was in France and America at the same time, and it was like, or, or at different times, and there was some sort of weird, oh, yeah. time thing happening and right. two alternate realities sort of. And he was the only link between the two worlds, so he's in both the U.S. He's the only person on it, so he's like, well, I'm in it, and uh, and he's telling everybody. And I'm like, have you seen? He goes, he goes, no, I haven't seen it. And I was like, that's weird. They didn't invite him to the premiere. <laughs> and he never asks, a bad sign. That's he, not a bad. He, he he gets. I mean, he filled the theater. The date opens. It's like oh. 150 of his friends. 
He's not in it. Oh wow. Oh. And he was shot it for like six weeks. Oh. And they really just... had to carefully cut him out. Like it was. Right. It was really... deliberate. Oh. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. And. Oh, I remember if we're going to tell painful <laughs> fucking stories. I remember the short I directed, Hello Junkie, the the Detective Ken Stryker short, and we got invited into this festival up in Portland, Oregon, and I have some family up there. And is in some like indie theater, and you know, one of those. All of Portland is the hipster section of Portland, but it was some some section of Portland, and so we get there and we walk into this big theater, and it's packed. And we're like, oh, sweet. I'm there with probably, I don't know, four or five, like my sister, my mom, like, you know, and they, like, I think my, my girlfriend at the time and my, um, this is, I don't know, 15 years ago, my my sister might have even had, like, I made up some uh, Hello Junkie shirts with Striker shooting a gun. Like, that was our logo. So everyone's, several people are wearing Hello Junkie shirts. <laughs> And we get in this theater and it's packed and I'm like, oh, fucking yeah, the big screen. I'm like, boom. And it's like people are like, woo. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bumping crowd. We're going to get oh, huge no. laughs. I know where this is going. And they're like, oh, no, no, the short movies are upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I go into this screen and it's the like, they took a, th- a, a big classic theater that had a balcony and they shelved off the balcony and then put like a 15 foot screen up there. Yeah. So we're up there and there's me and my girlfriend and my sister and my mom and, and one or two other friends. And then like one dude or something in the corner. <laughs> like, and we're all, you know, we're all there with, wearing matching shirts. And this is the big, this is the big debut. And I'm just sitting there like, oh. God, I spent so much. I mean, that we shot that on 35 millimeters. So oh, this is over 15 years yeah. ago. So it was like that movie cost. Jeez. Um, as much, if not more, than what I spent on doing Afghanistan, which is a feature, feature film. Yeah. Wow! And it was like, and it was like, oh man, they're showing it on the big screen, <laughs> and I'm just like, and you know, my family loved it, and they're they're all being like, I'm six, like Graham, that was great. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, look at you, you did it. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was trying not to just like put a bullet in my head, like <laughs> no one was there. I've seen it doesn't matter, <laughs> like. And then we'll all go out to dinner afterwards. And it's like, <laughs> but at one that, table. Yeah. That's funny because if I go to a film festival, I always want to go see all the shorts. Well, right. I, I'll tell you my short story. For uh, for Hit Clown, when it was playing the Palm Springs Film Festival, it was up for the $15,000 prize. Mm-hmm. And when you're a short filmmaker and, and you make yes. a short, you're like, that's significant. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got to meet some of the judges and uh, one of them actually said to me, it's like, you know, you got a lot of fans in that room. Um, it's a shame you really should have won. And then that's when <laughs> I went. <laughs> and then that's when I went, the awards are tomorrow. <laughs> he told me a day early oh. that I wasn't going to win. <laughs> <laughs> That's like all the old, the classic. I've heard so many comics tell their Star Search stories about how rigged Star Search was. Right. They check into the hotel. I heard so many comics because it was like, you never know, you might make it to the next round. And they would check in and be like, they're like, uh, okay, sir, you're checking out tomorrow. Well, I don't know because I'm in Star Search. Oh, no, 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 you're checking out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, That's right. I've heard a half a dozen comics tell me that story. <laughs> no, 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 you're done tomorrow. You're out. When I uh, when I was up for a WGA award, we went to the ceremony, and I sit down at the table, and I'm at a f- very far back away from the stage table, and I introduce myself to everyone, and so we all, and I'm like, oh, we're all up for the same award. <laughs> it's weird. One of us isn't here. 
<laughs> and that guy's sitting way up near the stage. Oh. So we were just like, oh, we're at the loser table. Oh. Like we already knew as soon as we sat down, we're like, oh, we lost. Oh, it's like that scene in Animal House, like yeah. jug dish, saram, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh. Nobody in the back wins. Yeah. yeah. No. The way they seat them. Oh, so, all right. So let's uh, talk about the big movie release this uh, this weekend. It. All right. Should we let our guests go first? Yeah, Dave, you go first. Um, now, Dave, did you see this alone? Did you go? I saw it. Well, <laughs> so my wife wanted to go because mm-hmm. uh, we she likes going to scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because the way it, it timed out, like I had to go alone on Saturday night. Like it just wasn't any other time. So it's probably packed, though. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's kids. So I sat down. I'm like, oh, they're all fucking 15 and 14. So, I mean, l- literally, literally when the movie starts someone behind me farts really loud. Like, that's... Oh, oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Puts um, you in the mood. But I was able to sort of I wish of that block. kid was at my Hello Junkie screening in Portland <laughs> 15 years ago. <laughs> but I was able to block it out. <clears throat> I used to read a lot of Stephen King. I stopped after a while, but um, it was one of my favorites. So I really... Uh, I, I generally don't like seeing movies if I've, if I've seen... If, if I've read the book. And Stephen King generally doesn't have a great track record of adaptations on yeah. the big screen. Well, they're hard because, let's face it, all of his shit goes bananas in the third act of the book. Like, just absolutely fucking crazy. Um, and this was one of those. Um, the, the ending is not the same, which was good because I, I kept thinking, God, I hope they don't end this <laughs> way they did in the book. Uh, so... I went in. I'm a huge fan of creepy clowns because this book came out a while ago, a long, oh, yeah, long yeah. time ago. Because they did a one episode, uh, mini, like a mini series that came out in 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's been. Hasn't it been? Haven't they tried to make it twice? It was adapted. Yeah, as a mini series. It had like uh, um, Harry Anderson in it and a couple yeah. other people. Yeah. John Ritter. John Ritter. Harry <laughs> Anderson. Like John already, you John Boy from John, the Walton. That's right. Yeah, he's okay. He can act, but Harry Anderson. A really bad ponytail in it, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I remember. And Tim Curry was Richard the Richard uh, Thomas. W- oh, Tim Curry. Well, that's a good clown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who the clown was in this. Was it Bill My- Sarsgaard? Oh, okay. Scar is guard. Mars Mars. So uh, I liked it um, because uh, it's one of those movies you have to go in knowing. Well, this is going to be kind of ridiculous, and I have to step out of reality and, right. and just go with everything. You got to suspend the disbelief. If you cannot do that, you're going to hate this movie. Right. So I went in just knowing. Well, there's a clown in the sewer. Right. And if you know that, then it's all fucking crazy. Um, so I totally went with it. Uh, I really liked it. I thought I thought the kids uh, were great acting mm-hmm. wise. Um, I thought it was really funny that the that the girl is told like they they found a new Molly Ringwald. Right. They, and, and they, they called her that. They made, in the, joke. They made yeah. the joke. And, and it, they did. I was watching this. I was like, holy shit! This generation has a Molly Ringwald. Like that yeah. girl is is mm-hmm. totally um, what that is. And. Yeah, I like the story. Um, I know some some things got. I heard heard people say some things got cut out. Like uh, apparently the um, the black kid has a huge backstory that they cut out, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be really interesting. So maybe that'll make it into the DVD director's cut or something. It was a long movie for a horror movie. It, it was, was like a long two, movie, two hours and fifteen minutes. But I was like in the whole time. Like there was right. no usually m- movies. I get. I'm like you could have cut out a big chunk of this. But because of all the kids that were involved and sort of the world that they created, um, like with the bad kid and and all the other stuff going on, it held me the whole time. Yeah, I have to say, I really liked it too. I I thought it was, you know, there was a studio note as it was being shot. Make this like Stranger Things, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
because the book is set in the fifties, and then they just moved that's it right. Up. I was trying to remember the they time moved period. it up to the eighties. Yeah, uh, and then and they even had a kid from Stranger Things in the movie. Yeah, so it's like, all right, well, you can't get much closer. <laughs> I mean, they're on bikes. You got one kid. You're set in the eighties. Now I, we got. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Note. Uh, <laughs> note implemented. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So um, one of the things that I really liked about this movie, I thought it, the the clown was creepy. I thought it had a lot of creepy parts to it. I thought it was generally scary as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought the kids were all really good. One of the things uh, that it was for me is I brought my daughter. How and old? She's she's twelve and a half. <laughs> she's and four. She, yeah, yeah. And never <laughs> sleep. Yes. And, and this was like her first like in the movie theater horror movie horror really? experience. Yeah. So it was, and she was been bugging me to see this ever since yeah. the trailers came out. Her and another friend, they really wanted to go, really wanted to go, bugging me forever. And I always check the parents' guide. You know, to yeah, see yeah. what's in the movies. Yeah. But I knew this was kind of like had the Strangers thing vibe. It was it's it's like a really good um entry level you know, um young teen horror movie yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, kids having sex getting killed in a at a camp. You know. Right. Like it's not that kind of horror yeah. movie. It's it's almost like a it's almost like a uh a, a version of uh Nightmare on Elm Street that's more palatable for Right, people like right. more suspenseful. Yeah, and uh, and I was looking at some of the uh, trivia, and uh, Penny, whenever Pennywise his eyes look in two different directions, you know, when yeah. like, one would go the other. He said that wasn't a CG effect. The actor what? Bill Sar- Skarsgård actually did it, and that's what they used for the Holy final film. So that made shit. it even creepier. When I read that, I'm like, oh my god! Uh, and he also, actually did that. it also said too that he was having nightmares. Skarsgård when uh, he got so into playing this character yeah. that he would like he was losing his he shit. Was, he was giving himself nightmares. Yeah, I could see that because he, I mean, he's great, and the clown, it's awesome. Like the way they do, it's not too much. Right. Um, it's just sort of enough. And the clowns fucking creep. Clowns are creepy, but they. Yeah. They, they up to the creep factor they for did. sure. I mean, the, just from the opening the scene. The opening scene is was just. Like, oh, oh, my God. God. That, when he's th- that scene, the close up, just the lights on his eyes where he's down in the sewers and the way he talks. You want to come in the sewer, Johnny, yeah. or whatever? It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> it was so skeevy. I got to say, I didn't. I didn't. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as you guys did. I felt mm-hmm. like I started looking at my watch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they need to cut a half hour out of this movie. Right. I, I really, I wish they would have gotten more into the story. They went from like one set piece nightmare to another. They were all really cool. They were all really inventive. But I, I was like, let's move the story along. Right. What I wanted a little more. And I mm-hmm. think the, the, the Stranger Things bar was set so high. And they, uh, uh, other trivia is that they were looking at the Duffer brothers to do this. To but, direct this. And then they, they said, no, nah, not, not famous enough. And then they, <laughs> they did Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get, I get what you're – here's the thing, though. So if you, if you cut – like if you read the book, it's very true to the book in the sense that it paints the town. Like mm-hmm. it's right. about the town. Um. And so, if you cut stuff out, then you're cutting that out. Now, I think. aren't uh, now? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I see that. I was, I was sort of wrestling with it because after are the, the movie... people creepier in the town, like in the book? Yeah, they're all fucked up in the town. That's, like you, you got, you definitely got a taste of it. Mm-hmm. You got you a know? taste of it. I think I, I, for me, that's. I think that's sort of what I was missing is I wanted a little more explanation or showing me how more of the town because it became obvious. Well, the town knows this goes down and they're just okay with it. So yeah. every 27 years. Yeah, every 27 years they just sort of let this happen and they're okay with all these kids missing. Um, so I, I felt like I just wanted I wanted a little more from that and I wanted, um, I guess, and I, I, I got the whole 
you know, it's it's you know, kids not being believed and kids like, you know, obviously like the the, the girl is being abused by her dad. I mean, and then like they yeah. go into they like so all the kids are like being you see the kind of abuse that they're dealing with from the adults and sort of how you and know how creepy all the adults how are. How creepy the adults are and how adults can be pretty creepy and evil. There's not one redeeming adult in that film. No. There's not one No, and that, the, no, and that's you know, I think that's that's part of the book too. It's it's that's sort of what it's about with the town is the town is fucked up. Right. right. Now, I I also noticed there were some easter eggs. I haven't read the book, but I knew a little bit about the story where uh, there was supposedly like a spirit helping them in the book that took the shape of like a turtle. Yeah. And I know there was like some Easter eggs in there of where like the kid had a turtle Lego in We his should room. let people know, by the way, we're going to oh, do yeah. a spoiler up on yeah. this. So we'll go into the, we'll go into the more the, details. detail on the ending. But, yeah. but no, yeah. But, uh, but I think there was like a lot of stuff that, you know, for people who had read the book too, it seems like in the movie. Can I, can I do the spoiler of the book that's, that's not in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they all fuck at the end. <laughs> so, so one of the things about defeating the clown is they can't be virgin. Remember that came up. One of the kids said it. This also needs to. He said, "What? What? We we can't be virgins or something." That that ha- they they fucking they all fuck her in the sewer. I think it's after they. Was it they, after? Yeah, after they kill the clown. Like it's a it's a cathartic release after the. They yeah, so the they all fuck yeah. at the end. Oh, just, just wow, all those five cool. guys and the one girl. Yeah, yeah. they're like gangbanger. Oh or my they god, take, they take turns. They yeah. take turns, but they all lose their virginity to each other. And that, and again, in the book, they yeah. lose their virginity to her. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then or they have sex with each other. No, no, they have just sex with her. But then I think I, I don't. Uh, she was being abused by her dad in the book too, which is a weird, right. th- which is a weird thing to me because they well, they left they, that in, but they didn't. I'm kind of glad they it, didn't put that in the movie. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, it, it's terrible. But but then because the dad was like that, if you've read the book, it's throwing you off the whole time. You're like, oh god, are these kids gonna all fuck at the end? So it throws you off. Oh, interesting. And, and they can't put that in a movie, right? Because it's this too is also, fucking horrifying. And this yeah. is also the first half because the rest of the book is them as adults. Right. And so that's what I was wondering. Like, are they gonna do that as adults or are they yes. gonna come back or are they gonna come back twenty seven years later? They're gonna be uh they're they're definitely making another movie with uh So so they come back twenty seven years later and right, they're and they're as adults. The, as adults, yeah. Uh but I was wondering if they would come back twenty seven years later with a new group of kids. That's what they did in the eighties, right? So Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think they're I think they're gonna do more the adults from what I read. Yeah, it chapter two has already been announced. Uh, they don't have a production schedule on it, but my guess is it'll be two years from now, nineteen. Right. Do you think? I mean, I don't know how old she is, but do you think they'll get Molly Ringwald? <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. They could. I would. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I would. I would love that. I don't know. Like, the, the, I will say this to to about this film. Every time I was starting to get like a little bored. Then there would then something interesting would happen that yeah, would it was sort well of paced. bring it, me back into it. You it know? was it wasn't the kind of thing movie too. They could have easily made a mistake. Well, you're not going to see much till towards the end. No, you saw shit from beginning to end in this movie. Yeah, which was the way it should have been for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah, but it's it's it's. I can't wait around it. I know there's a creepy clown in this movie. You can't wait until the third act to show it to me. No, I and need you know, to see it sooner. As we talk, like I don't go to horror movies. I don't really like right. them. Part of me was like, oh god, what am I? Why am I watching this? Yeah, oh, I know. This was this was a uh, uh, this was a journey for you. But I think the Stranger <laughs> Things aspect of it mm-hmm. m- allowed me to do it. Right. Because I mean, I would I've I would like 
ah, out of my when I was watching Stranger Things in my house. I would right. like freak out watching that. So I had some great scares and and then would laugh like it was a uh, mm-hmm. cathartic. Yeah, release. so I like that. I mean, it it was. I'm not I this type of horror I can I can handle. Right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the t- it's actually funny cuz my when I came back I was my wife was like I, I did you like it? And I was like yeah, but you wouldn't cuz she doesn't like that type of horror. She likes the type of horror where it's like could it be real, oh. you know? And she doesn't like it when it's like a clown in the sewer. She's right. like, "Well, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a creepy dude that is he evil kind of. Th- that's the kind of horror she likes. Yeah, or like, or like a demonic possession. Is it real? Like that oh. actually happened. Amityville horror, kind paranormal of, uh, activity, which yeah. you like, where you don't see a lot. Something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. suspenses. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. All right. How much I, creepier do you think it would have been if if Carrie Fukunaga hadn't left? True Detective director. He he walked away from the project. He did. Really? Yeah. Yeah. About two years ago. Yeah. Wait, was he the first season or second season? First. Oh, oh shit! God, mm. that yeah, would have been that yeah. would have been something. That, that first, guy can fucking paint a picture, man. The first yeah. season of True Detective is the creepiest, skeeviest thing. I mean, it's with, a work of art, man. It's that 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 one where the guy is just walking through the field with the fucking mask on and shit. It, that the, just that image is burned into my mind. The words. Sarkoza or Carcosa, whatever it was, that word was creepy. Just the way people would say it, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck kind of buy you? Yeah, yeah then what happened with season two? New director. <laughs> yeah, it was different well, director. Here's what I'll say about season two of True Detective. Mm-hmm. If you put that on its own, it'd be a decent cop story. I, right. <laughs> I don't know if it would. I, th- I honestly don't. I don't I th- know. I think you'd be like, well, that was decent. It, but if you, you put it next to the first season, it it looks awful. So, so he the writer lifted a lot from a philosopher in the first season. So he mm-hmm. took passages from a philosopher, I believe didn't tell people that he was doing that and passed it off as his own dialogue, but he, so he was lifting a lot of the stuff. And also he was getting a lot of notes. And then in the second season, he was allowed to do what he wanted. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he chose not to take any more philosophy. <laughs> but he really, like, the second season is really a guy into his dialogue. It's just a cop drama. The first one is like a uh, psychotic mystery. (laughs) Well, the first one is two guys having breakdowns and there's a fucking crazy murder happening and they're trying to, and it's fucking full of darkness and like the whole fucking thing. And then you're right. The next one's like, Hey man, they, they, they took over my club. Like, it's just like, it's just such a departure, and and who gives a fuck about Vernon and that the fucking oil refinery city? Who gives a shit? Oh Nobody yeah, it's like somebody cares. wanted to make an LA uh, a uh, like an LA Confidential or a Chinatown TV series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We'll make. We'll make Good this. Good luck. Well, yeah. Great. Yeah. The, the first one, yeah, it wasn't just a serial. It was this weird, creepy, and then everyone was creepy in the first season. Well, they also the acting was astounding. Astounding. And then you can't go from that to to Vince Vaughn is fine and and Colin uh, Farrell uh, yeah they're fine but they don't have the depth and the inner turmoil going on that Woody Harrelson whose dad killed someone and went to prison and who knows what the fuck happened in McConaughey's background but those guys got some fucking shit to tap into and Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell don't mm-hmm. yeah I know that's the thing like I I think um, and and. As you uncover the char- characters that McConaughey and um, and Woody Harrelson's 
backgrounds and their history and the way they did the back and forth of like he's in the interrogation room yeah now and then he's all kind of haggard looking because he's been living off the grid like a wing bird and then they <laughs> go back to him you know and he's you know they make they make great points in the first season too of like um you know he lost his kid or something so he's just like he right. he just shut down there's a yeah. part of himself that completely shut down which is totally understandable but then he is this fucking savant detective yeah mm-hmm. you know and it's it's perfect for Matt McConaughey's yeah. crazy like oh yeah man you're gonna <laughs> write it in a book or whatever yeah. like he's I think good he just, at that he, he just is. walked right from that and then just like got in the Lincoln and then mm. did those wacky fucking Lincoln commercials <laughs> that was with the same a, voice like that was just a bad I know you need money or whatever but that he should have done that what uh, any any other parting thoughts on it before. Uh, we do the spoiler. Love to hear what everybody else thinks about it, and we'll do the spoiler. And you know, email us uh, either put it in the YouTube comments or on Facebook or whatever. Let us know what your thoughts on it, because a lot of people seem to really like it. I wonder if I'm the only one that had the problems with the length. No, yeah, I walked but... out of the theater, and a kid who was about sixteen yelled, "That was fucking shit!" <laughs> so uh, there's other people that didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's slang free. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, let it in. Yeah. <laughs> Be vulnerable. <laughs> Be vulnerable. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to talk more about it in the spoilers. So now we have a sponsor. First, oh. we'll do the Patreon sponsor, Frightfully Uninformed. We are a podcast that watches mostly classic horror movies to de- figure out horror movie fandom. Frightfullyuninformed.com. That is the $50 Patreon tier. Do not forget the Patreon. Yeah, so uh, you get that. We've, we're going to put them, as we, we started already, into the uh, spoiler app. So you yes. get uh, not... You get more episodes where we'll say your whatever your business or URL is, so mm-hmm. you get that for the fifty dollar level. It's a great way to support the show. Yep. And uh, our big sponsor, HelloFresh. Oh, delicious! Uh, now I've been enjoying HelloFresh ever since they became a sponsor. Um, what I love about them is the meals are great. They're always um, nutritionally proportioned. Like they're everything's making got more a money off of this show than they're paying us because pretty you guys much buy... yes, okay. because we uh, <laughs> we're a... <laughs> it's yeah, like a casino a where they pay yeah. you in chips. Yeah, it, it's it's that, that's you know I, I swear half the uh, podcast advertisers they make their money back from the hosts. How much money have we spend? <laughs> Touch a modern and other places. So uh, HelloFresh is really great because we are on the family plan, so it's a meal for four. And um, they're easy to prepare. They're, there's always fresh vegetables to chop up. There's always really good food. And uh, we've been enjoying it for months. And the thing that I like now is they have more choices. Like it used to be you could only have like mm-hmm. two or three. Now it's like four or five choices you could pick. Um, the kids are a little pickier. They still don't like kale no matter how much we try to feed it to them and how much HelloFresh keeps sending it. Uh, <laughs> they don't need to put kale in everything. <laughs> But um, it's it, it's great. We're, we'll continue to use it, and um, it's a great way, especially for a family or if you're busy, you don't you don't have time to get all the ingredients. Yeah, that's the thing it, I like about it. Is I don't I can't I I mean I like cooking, but I'm not going to get all this long list of specific right. shit. I'm not going to go to the store and get like a half a lemon wedge or whatever. Like they send you everything that you that you need in the it, right proportions, and it doesn't. I always found like cooking to be a little daunting. Like it's too much work, but right. they, they make it really easy. They do make it really so easy because like I'm not a big fan of cooking either, and this is stuff that I can actually do. Nice. Um, so now, but we're not going to let you guys pay full price. No, we're not How, assholes. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, today's show, like we said, is brought to you by HelloFresh. Please visit HelloFresh.com and use the promo code COMEDYFILMNERDS30 to save $30 or your first week of deliveries when you subscribe. That's HelloFresh.com. Use the promo code COMEDYFILMNERDS30. Save $30 off your first week of deliveries when you subscribe. Do it. You got nothing to lose, really. You try it. You like it. Keep it. If you don't, you know, you can cancel it at any time. Hello, Fresh! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One of the kids from Newsies is here <laughs> to push Hello, Fresh. We're at 28. Okay. Um, well, uh, speaking of, Aaron, how was your honeymoon? We didn't get into Did this. you do uh, it? Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. We were in Europe Where'd for the last two weeks. Were you really? Yeah. Nice. Paris, London, Italy. How's Paris? How'd they treat you? It's great. Yeah. They were... They were Way nicer than the Italians. Really? really? Yeah, which I expected more, knowing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I'm well, we sorry were, on oh, behalf of my there. country. We're also in Italy, Italy <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like, a lot longer, so. <laughs> so, yeah. Did you, like, how much? It's a lot of travel. You went everywhere. Yeah. Do, how much, like. My feet hurt. Do you guys do a lot of, like, tour guide stuff, or do you a lot of, like, no. sort of, like, bum around? Yeah, kind just of? a lot of our own, what do we want to see today? Okay. That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you do a lot of fucking. Um, now that just made me think of the ending of the book of it yeah now again (laughs) yeah i mean did you guys get into a sewer (laughs) (laughs) with a demonic clown and was it italian i mean there were possibilities there there are catacombs everywhere yeah it was you know it was a honeymoon yeah yeah there's a lot of catacombs did you uh, find a cask of amontillado what no Is this, so the food's, <laughs> the food's better, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's amazing when you leave America and you realize how shitty our food is. Like we've just got this giant agribusiness shit. And then you go somewhere else and you go, whoa, what's what's this yeah. taste? Thing? And then, oh, and just pasta alone is better in Italy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. this. I've heard people that have developed, um, you know, the the celiac disease. You know that that and they've had to go gluten free. And then they go to Italy and they eat wheat pasta and they're fine, and they're and they're fine. fine because yeah. our, we've over we've pumped up steroids or whatever into the yeah. into our wheat. So our wheat are, is so much thicker and has like 10 times more gluten in it. So it, that's why all these people develop this yeah. gluten problem in this country. And then you go to Italy and it's like and the portion size, you know, you're not like it's, yeah, it's a little smaller. Even, if you, crazy. even if you drink wine, you don't get hangovers in it in there because we put all this shit in our wine. We legally have to, and there they don't. And if you drink a lot, you can just drink wine, and you wake up next morning you're like do 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 do. Like it's well, the not beer. The beer is better. Like uh, you know, at, at first you're like, oh, why would I want to drink room temperature beer? That sounds and awful. Like, oh, yeah. And then you drink them like, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it should be. Oh, it's cold here because it tastes worse. <laughs> now I get it. So, did you miss all things comedy, Aaron? Yeah, yeah, it missed you. Did you yeah. miss? Did you miss <laughs> America? Um, it's hard to come back. Did you just wear? Uh, did you get? I didn't vote for him. Shirt. Yeah. Did you get detained <laughs> no, yeah. at customs? No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, they were they were very nice. We didn't. Uh, well, you wore your earbud shirt. I did. So, yeah, that's, I wore it know. at the Louvre. Yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, where else would you wear it? (laughs) Yeah, come on. It's true. It's a piece of art. (laughs) It's like a global. That Dave refuses to look at. Yeah. It's a global passport. I won't go to the Louvre either. (laughs) (laughs) too weird. The Louvre is weird. I wore my tinfoil hat shirt at the Vatican. Fuck yeah, you That's kind of a fuck you. Yeah. That's weird the Italians weren't as nice to you. (laughs) (laughs) Desecrating the Vatican. Way to go, Aaron. Way to shit on the Pope, dude. Yeah. What else did you do? 
Oh, you know, we spent a half day Tipped in Venice. Tipped over a canoe in Venice? No. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Beat up some foreigners. Beat up some foreigners. I definitely wanted to at, at certain points. Like, you walk <laughs> past the Coliseum and everyone is attacking you. Like, you want to get inside? You want to skip the line? You want to skip the line? It's just like, fucking, just wow. you know, throw an elbow at some of those guys after a while. Right. Well, they, how, does they, how do they get you inside? That I, is, I, yeah, they just have so like they've a tour paid guide. Off, they've yeah. paid off a guy to yeah. get you in. Jesus, exactly. come yeah. on. Wow. Come on, can't we have some respect for, for the Roman the Colosseum? The ruins? Yes. Just bring your own lion. Well, it was bring the same. It was the same at every every place, you know? It was the same at, like, practically the same guys at <laughs> <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. They just followed uh, around uh, in a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of bizarre. Hmm. But there's a whole yeah. industry, you know, dedicated to just selling you water. <laughs> next to an uh, old building I mean <laughs> ancient <laughs> building but yeah fair enough what's the point of going to Europe I could do that here yeah <laughs> um, well, so how much of this had you been to Europe before or never no s- never at all same um, with your wife or she'd been there or? she spent the summer in college in uh, Paris yeah oh okay so she okay. spoke French so that helped oh there. nice yeah, yeah. I haven't been there I've been to the islands near it I've been to Iceland and England but not Europe <laughs> I've been to Paris. I loved Paris. I loved getting crepes on the street. Paris is a place I still want to go to. I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's fantastic. But I've never so been So people to just throw crepes on the street and then you pick them up? Yeah, like a wolf, like a dog. <laughs> like a, just, just an animal. And you just scurry around and you see a bunch of dumb Americans. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a bowl of water. Yeah. 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 And then, and then they hose you off like Planet of the Apes. That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fantastic. I did trek halfway across Paris to go to the, the Cinematheque Museum because they have stuff from like. Mm-hmm. Chaplin's Modern Times, oh, Metropolis. Nice. It was closed. <laughs> <laughs> closed for months and was opening the day we were leaving. Oh, yeah. that's brutal. Oh, fuck. Well, you that's got to ride the subways, huh? Yeah, yeah. You got to, <laughs> you got to change well, you trains. Sh- you should have looked at the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you have internet America? in the America? I don't know what country oh, I'm from. Yeah, I don't know. I'm from Istanbul, maybe. We post hours online. Chris, it's a Dracula. Who's giving us? So we suck your blood. <laughs> and then you can see the robot from Metropolis. Blah. You're uh, you're listening to worse accents on the Welcome. <laughs> Network. Yeah. Hello, I'm from China. I am. <laughs> Hello, mate. You want to buy some water by the Chinese wall? Which a great one it is. Um. All we'll right. Some well, trailers. We're glad you're back, Aaron. Yeah. We're Welcome glad you're back. back. Thanks. Brenton did a fine job. He did. He, he did. was thrown into the fire. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. He, he was, was not his fault. Literally, <laughs> literally, the hills on Bur- of Burbank were on the, fire. Yeah, literally, yeah. there was oh, a yeah. fire miles from here. He, was, was, he was also thrown into the Coliseum with the yeah. lions. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Fun watching it going, is my house going to burn down? Yeah. And then that crazy rainstorm. And the rainstorm. Shut it out. I we were just, yeah, we were just sitting there. It's like, oh, it's pouring. Oh, it's over. Never rains this time of year. Yeah. Nuts. All right, let's watch some trailers. Let's talk about Thor Ragnarok, the final trailer, and uh, well, right, we'll see if it's the final one or not. They always, uh, there's always. They had me at the bring. first one. I'm yeah. fine, but this one is like, they, it, him it, and Hulk are talking. Or whatever. Yeah, what were you saying? Having a moment. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't. I'm sorry, you just don't get to change characters. You, no one has a conversation with the Hulk. You don't sit around and shoot the shit with the Hulk. He's the Hulk. No. He's fucking mad. But they were like, you know, man, the Hulk's just so one-dimensional. We got to uh, we gotta have him interacting with the characters more and make him more likable. Uh, why don't we just have him shoot the shit with somebody? <laughs> He'll sit around and talk, maybe uh, play poker with the guys. 
David yeah. Banner, that's his job. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the alter ego. That's the duality of the two men. It's not as if, you know, Thor can sit and talk to David Banner or Bruce yeah. Banner. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Batman doesn't go to charity balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, uh, right. it's the two, there's two people. Wayne. It's two things. So, uh, but, you know, we're already on board with this movie. Uh, it's one of those things, too, where um, is it necessary to give me four or five trailers? No, it isn't. You know, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy. How many trailers? Were you? you don't. You don't need that many. Well, they don't, you honestly don't need any trailers because people are going to go to Marvel movies. Right. The people have checked out. Like I'm out. I've checked out of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? They're, they're, Which one did it for you? <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy did it. Where the second one? The first one, because everyone's just like they're so great. They're so great, and I go in and I go. Nah, it's still a cookie cutter. Just put it in place. It's very, I get it. There's some funny stuff in here that you stole from a friend of mine's comic book, but. Um, <laughs> okay, now we're getting. No, into, but into I didn't the... even know that. I didn't even know that when I went to see it. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's just, they're just all the same. At the end of the day, the plots are all the same. It's all the same. And at some point I just got bored of it. Right. And I stopped. Like it's, you need to have a variety of movies out there and we just don't have that now. It's just all superhero movies, and and at some point I'm like, okay, I've seen I've seen superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like if it was just fucking all westerns, you'd be like, okay, I got it. Yeah, the guy mm-hmm. shoots the guy, <laughs> and then uh, you know they ride around a little bit. Like it's it's just all that to me. There's a lot of cowl and cape stuff out there right now. I mostly watch them on airplanes now. Mm-hmm. If I, like I just saw Doctor Strange on airplane, I was like, yeah, that's that's what they are. Everyone was saying how great Wolverine was. So I mean, that's the funny thing is I have so many friends, Patton and Brian and all that. Patton. Brian Posehn, all these guys who are so into it. No, you got to see this one. This is the one you got to see. And I go see it and I go, no, it's the same. It's a, it just seemed, They're all the same to me. There's no change. So I don't know. I mean, I, I see how people are like, yeah, they've created this big world. And I'm like, eh, it's all just the guy does the thing at the end. And then he feel, and then in the middle, he feels, in the middle, he feels a little bit weird. Oh, my power too much. Or uh, existential crisis. And then, no, oh, this is what I do. So that's, the Marvel that's Universe Marvel in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're wondering why we've ever had Dave Anthony do a Marvel spoiler up, <laughs> now you know. That's, uh... <laughs> but we might have him in to do a spoiler up of this next film. Uh, Fifty Shades Freed. Holy so, shit. I- I'll tell you, I was watching this trailer. Holy I've actually she gets suffered. married? Like, she what gets, happens? Yeah, married. Mrs. Gray will see you now. And then it becomes a Jason Bourne movie? My, or what yeah, yeah they're, now they're on a beach in like Europe yeah. and uh, my, walking people, around. My, and, uh, my favorite part of the trailer was when she goes, this is your plane. I'm like, you don't know he's rich by now? You've, you've been, been in his helicopter. You've been fucking banging this billionaire weird yeah. sex creep yeah. for fucking <laughs> third movies You're now. still now surprised? You're to him. I know. Are you, are you really still rich? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? You remember when There's... I spent a million dollars on our wedding? Well, yeah. I didn't know. Maybe it would, you ran out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a great movie about uh, how to ignore warning signs in a relationship. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why then, did you look right guy, at me when you said that, Chris? <laughs> you looked directly at me when you said that. And then at the end, like an umpire comes Dave in and grabs her. <laughs> an umpire grabs her from behind as if there's the black hat and he's all in black and he's like, uh, and you're supposed to be like, ooh, suspense. What the fuck? It comes yeah. from out of Umpires have a right to defend anything. themselves. You can't just go yell at them and check, you know, <laughs> stand their ground. So, it, it really felt like it was like the Lord of the Rings did where, okay, what are they shooting all of these at once? Because it's just literally one ridiculous scene after another just kind of put together and called a movie. Um, so uh, I think we will have Lara House on again to defend these. She, she does her best to defend these movies. 
Uh, <laughs> That's got to be hard. Why would you do that to her? It's uh, she. She volunteers. She volunteers. She mm-hmm. likes these movies. She likes. She do- I can't believe. I have, I respect Laura. <laughs> I think she's a smart person, and I refuse to believe that she legitimately enjoys these movies. I think it's sort of. I think it's a guilty pleasure for her. Yes. I think she kind of likes bad. Did they? Did they? Did they show like some hot fucking? Like, is it like a rated R? It's a hard party. R for it's sure. It's a hard R, but it, it's it. They have such little chemistry, the oh, two really? leads, that it's like it's almost even the sex scenes are like. Uh, well, they see they seem very much like uh, let's just get two hot people and put them together and put yeah. them together instead of like, that's really them. what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's uh, well, you know, you and Melanie Griffith have something in common. She won't watch her daughter in the movies either. Is that her daughter? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Remember, before the Academy Awards, there was uh, they actually had an argument on camera. It's like you didn't see the movie. I don't have to see it. I know you were good in it. And <laughs> and, uh, and then you could see like uh, uh, her, her daughter, her daughter, like, mom, mom, no, come my on. God. your mom doesn't want yeah. to get you. Who, 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 a well, fan. Then, then a fan, but yeah, because your mom doesn't want to watch you get torture banged in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what parent wants to watch? Their, oh, I love yeah. when I watch my daughter get choked while she's getting drilled from behind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't like, see that. On. No, no, I, I. Oh, that's what my daughter looks like when she's coming with hands around her neck. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't say this often, but Melanie Griffith has a point. You know, <laughs> she didn't like getting her hair pulled when she was a kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So um, it's weird, but it, it, and I these, gotta say, these it's weird. Are, they're, they're reviewer proof, too. You know, there's yeah. just a certain amount of people who enjoyed the books. They're going to watch the movies. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. So, it's like a soft franchise it's yeah. like the soul yeah. franchise which they're doing another one. Oh, yeah they are. they are they got to reboot it but you know what though uh those are the kind of movies that they'll just be able to make a million of yeah they're just like because the theme is like you know bad people uh get stuck in a place and they have to saw their eat their arm off to get out like yeah. if people are going to watch that over and over again yeah. and, which might be the same plot is 50 shades free from yeah. what we've seen we have no, idea. <laughs> no in, in this one arm. people people in the audience chew their arms yeah to get out. <laughs> yeah, all right <laughs> um i just hope when i see the movie and i come out some teenager yells that movie was shit yeah oh uh, it was <laughs> the best be it just made me so happy i was like oh you can't suspend your disbelief because you're 16 you can't yeah. go with it <laughs> you, you live in a world now where back in my day you could totally suspend your disbelief but now it's much harder for them too i think <laughs> So Dave, what are your what's your favorite genre of film? What do you like? What? What, what are you, you not tired of? What do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love well, I love horror, but suspense horror. I don't like like mm-hmm. slasher. Like Eli Roth is the devil to me. You don't like torture porn. Like I don't think I right, don't think there's gotcha. a worse filmmaker than Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. I, I I watched it was on HBO that one Hostel, the jungle one where they get eaten by the oh my god uh, the and green I watched, something I watched half of that and I was just like I just like I wanted to go over and slap him like just right. fuck you you're just showing people being torn apart for no fucking there's no point that's all he right. does that, that's what he does it's yeah. just like anybody could do that there's no you're not making a film so uh, yeah so I like so what are the suspense ones that you do like um this is where I always forget uh <laughs> The, I mean, I like the uh, the Conjuring. Uh, the Conjuring was a good movie. Ones, yeah. Uh, now, how many of those have you seen in the Conjuring? I saw the, I've seen all of them. So you've seen. Oh uh, wow! So you just like when a new one comes out, you're like, I'm yeah, in. I'll go see it. The An- Annabelle wasn't very good. Well, uh, you know, I'll tell you, the first one was actually a really well crafted and put together horror yes. movie because it was it was kind of you know quote based on true life you know yeah. 
but how you know but even right. so it doesn't matter because it was actually put together in a believable grounded way yeah. that it was generally spooky and and scary yeah so i thought uh, i didn't see the second one how was the second conjuring movie not as good as the first but but mm. okay yeah um the the annabelle thing is way they're going way off right now that's almost like the uh the spin off <laughs> for the movie yeah, it is a spinoff. It's a doll. It's a doll yeah. spinoff. Yeah, <coughs> which you don't hear very often. But uh, <laughs> but I I like I think as from uh, my childhood there was a creepy doll movie that I can never forget, and 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 it's What's not it called. Um, it, the Karen Black was in it. I don't know what it was is called. It magic. It's not the the dummy one. With, uh, it wasn't a dummy. It was an actual doll that lived in the. Ha- it was oh. like girl gets a doll. It's fucking evil or whatever, and it was super fucking terrifying um it, it's very hard to fuck up a a, a, a scary doll movie and they did <laughs> like they, they, they made it to be a franchise instead of just trying to make it to be a good movie they made it in the past it's like maybe the 30s 1930s mm-hmm. and so it just i don't know that kind of shit's just not when it gets into horror and you're doing that kind of thing it, eh, it doesn't really work it's kind of mm-hmm. you kind of got to be in your world well, one of or the things, to too, that these, uh, these movies, unfortunately, is everything needs to be an extended universe now. It's yeah. like, oh, the Conjuring universe. So you're already hamstringed by, like, what this has to be in here, this has to do this, this has to do this. It's like, just make a scary movie. They like, can. Clo- like, like Cloverfield and, uh, you know, what was the other one? The Cloverfield Lane? Like, well, they're making – they're, so they're making a Cloverfield un- – you guys know this. They're ex- right. So, so Cloverfield is, is – is, I don't know which studio makes Cloverfield – but uh, you know they have they have Marvel, they have uh, DC making their world, they have now the Universal making the monsters. Oh, the Dark Universe! And uh, um, and what were we just talking about? The, we were uh, talking about oh, Cloverfield. Cloverfield is is their universe. And that, it's not <coughs> that's Paramount, Paramount Pictures. Okay, so Paramount is building it? out Cloverfield as right. their because that original thing? other movie was just called The Bunker. It didn't have anything to do with it. They just right. stuck it in the Cloverfield universe. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Um, and do you want to know what Sony's building out? Sure, Ghostbusters. Building out Ghostbusters. Yes. Wow. So that's gonna be their expanded universe movie. The only one that I really love that I've so far I'm I'm liking is uh, is the Universal. I like the monsters. I really like King Kong. Oh, buddy, you should have seen the Mummy. That might have changed you. Oh, is yeah, the Mummy part of that? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Dark Universe. Actually. Isn't King Kong and like Godzilla kind of separate from the Universal monsters? Like, isn't that Wolfman, Mummy, Doctor Jekyll? Yeah, well, that's an interesting point. Yeah, yeah, may, that's may, not the same. All right, maybe. All right, yeah. the, I thought. Uh, right, so the the Mummy is part of the. It's part of like the Universal's right. Dark Universe, dark where universe. it's the classic monsters, oh, where it's okay. not the big, the, not the big ones. <clears throat> the big and ones, the, and okay. those those don't work because that was a different time. And and that it well, our clearly. fears then don't translate to our fears now, and so the mummy and Dracula and all that shit. I, now now wait a Wolfman. minute. I, I think there is a way to update these monsters. This just wasn't it. Like uh, when we had um, we had another guest on a horror director, who, uh, Mick Mitch. Garris. He was saying that you know Clyde Barker was doing a take on the mummy, and I'm like, well, yeah, I'd like to see a Clyde Barker yeah. take on the mummy, and then. I'm like, nope, we got Tom Cruise's take on The Mummy. Yeah, so. which is out on DVD, guys. And, yeah. he, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. So to make a movie like that, you have to have stars in it, right? Tom Cruise doesn't just attach himself to a movie. He brings in his writer. Right. So I had a friend who uh, wrote a film, and 
and he calls me up and then he goes and he's a he's a big writer and he calls me up and he goes fuck the fucking movie's fucked I go why he goes Tom Cruise just attached himself immediately he was taken off they brought a new writer and he just destroyed the script right he just has a buddy who's a Scientologist who comes in and ruins scripts that's his job right <laughs> and then you get the mummy it's good work if you can get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> can I be a Scientology script <laughs> ruiner yeah <laughs> so so as long as like a Tom Cruise is attached and it's and like you can do shit like Tom uh, Mission Impossible yeah. because what's really to right. it? What are you going to fuck up there? But with a right. mummy movie, it's got to it's got to scare you and it's got to be real and it's got to it's got to have a thing to it. You could and, update that. You could update the mummy correctly. To well, where if you want to get angry, watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll uh, watch it with your buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll see like, it's oh. just, you know, you know what they're going to do with it. And, and it's it's going to be stupid. That, that's why I say like that stuff doesn't translate because they're trying to take something from the 50s and update it. And I don't think they have the studios have the capabilities of doing that. Mm-hmm. Like you can do it with King Kong because it's fucking King Kong. He's going to run right. around and smash fucking helicopters. Skull and Island right, shot version. as Apocalypse Now. I mean, I was so on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so The Mummy is coming out on DVD Blu-ray. Don't see it. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can miss it. That's Cap- what you're telling me. I mean, that's one I wouldn't even watch on an airplane. I'd be like, Tom you, Cruise and The Mummy. Okay, I'm not yeah, going to Yeah, you would have you been angry about you, the time it, Like, if you were, like, on a long flight, you would have, like, all right, and halfway through would have gone, God damn it, and not watched it and been like, I'm checking out of a movie on a plane. Yeah. Um, Speaking of movies on a plane, I watched The Great Wall with Matt Damon. Oh, my oh, God. How was that, the Aaron? monster ponytail movie. Not bad. What? Really? Not great, mm-hmm. but not bad. So the wall was built to keep out dragons so that you believe- No, no monsters. They're, not dragons. They're monsters. monsters. Yeah. monsters. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. 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 The Great Wall. Yeah. The Great Wall. Well, China said that's we're going to- really, That's really- China said I mean, we're going to- that's gonna... really offensive to yeah. the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they, yeah. and they And they needed a white guy to defend it. Yeah. And <laughs> so... you know, they're going to build a wall, and they're going to get the monsters to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Making Mongolia great again. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it was just a big, a big, uh, you know, Asian film epic. But you know, Matt Damon Matt was Damon a star, in it. And, and it was American co-production, so of course they right had a white star. Right. So, and the next uh, DVD Blu-ray is uh, Captain Underpants, the first epic movie. If you have young ch- children, my, my or, kid loved that. Or uh, really, actually, yeah, he did. It's more middle grade, isn't it? Isn't it like sixth grade, or, or is it? Younger? I don't know. Or is it eight? I, he, eight or he's nine? eight. So yeah, okay, he saw it. He liked it. Um, it comes at night. This is that low budget horror movie that uh, I don't think any of us saw that one. This, I think this was the one Mick Garris said he yeah, was what he really liked. He liked it. Yeah. What What comes at night? So it. it. What is it? Don't worry about it's it. A, <laughs> you know, it it's, I'll tell you, it's, it's a, not night, is it? It's, it's a great afternoon. way to do a trailer. Like if you watch the trailer, you're not sure what's going on. Oh, is okay. it a zombie virus? Is it something? What's coming? What the do doors wait, locked? But do they is wait it, too long to reveal it? So well, I don't know. Uh, Mick seemed to like it though, so we're okay. not sure. Because I hate the, just get to it. Show me yeah. the thing. I don't need to. Sounds you can like, show me parts of it. You don't have to show me the whole thing. Right. From what I remember mm-hmm. the, of when we had Mick Garris on the show a couple months ago, he seemed to really like it. It seems like based on what you just said, you actually might like this movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beatrice at dinner. Now you saw this one. Never right? heard of it. I saw that very small budget movie with uh, Selma Hayek. It's an interesting little little film, little character piece. Um, you know, it's all, almost all shot at this house during dinner. She's like a, a masseuse and, you know, uh, is working at this rich person's house and her car breaks down and ends up staying at dinner and a bunch of crazy stuff is revealed. Um, so I don't know. It's the kind of movie that I feel like isn't for everybody. I like some of the acting in it, but it's a, it's an interest. I'll say this. It's an interesting little indie movie that's like a, a, a nice little character study. Cool. 
Yeah. Um, and also, we want to talk about on the site spotlight. Uh, CJ has some reviews of it and Mother. CJ, Is Mother out? Um, not yet. Do you want to premiere? Because yeah. CJ, he's uh, he's in Australia, so he gets oh. to see the movies a little early. Mother looks fucking great. It looks insane. Yeah. Okay. And, so, but uh, th- this is one of those things where there's very there's a few directors, four or five, they get to make their, their movies. Right. They get to pick. Yep. The movie they want to make, and they get to make it, and he makes good ones. And he doesn't even make that many of them. No, he doesn't. So when it comes out, it's kind of an event. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Now, <laughs> CG's review of it, I have to mention this because. He completely went in the other direction. He didn't like it. He didn't. And he also didn't think it was scary, which I was thinking, I, I don't know what movies. I thought it was really creepy and, and scary. In fact, somebody uh, threw up in the movie theater, like during the movie. When, when you we, were there? We were there, yeah. We were screaming. At we what part? It. So I, I it was one of the clown when it comes out. I think it was, uh, well, we'll talk about it in the spoiler, but uh, but yeah. So I, I st- he um, he just thought it was a kind of a uh, well. You can read the review, but he he was uh, not in favor of the film. He didn't like it. I, I want to go. I want to go to Mother though, because uh, so I've seen a couple trailers for Mother. We've talked about it before yeah. in the show, but but last night when I saw it, they played this trailer for Mother that was like a '70s trailer. Oh like, really? This movie will yeah. make it as creepy. You know, like it was like that old school. I wonder if Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, sure. Did his of own course. trailer. I think so. Yeah. And of course. That to me. Now I kind of want to see it after seeing that trailer. The other ones, I was like, I don't know if this is for mm-hmm. me. Everybody's in a wacky house, going nuts. You like, know what? It's, I don't know if that's actually uh, the plot. I yeah. think so. A bunch of people in a everybody's house. in a wacky house, yeah. going, going nuts. <laughs> you know, um, Michelle Pfeiffer shows up. Yeah, now somebody drops some tea. <laughs> what the fuck do I a, care? A Dave? You're thinking like of that. amazing stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a trailer like that. Depends on the fact that you just want to see a movie made by Darren Aronofsky. Like, it's that kind of thing. I do. You know, look, at the end of the day, if uh, there's a fucking guy out there with all the Marvel movies and all the fucking studios trying to spin out their own worlds, if there's a guy doing a unique movie, we, like, almost have to go to that and give it money to support that idea. Right. Right. And let it be successful so that... More of them can be made. Well, because, I mean, there there are a handful of directors who they'll go, all right, whatever you want to do. Yeah, right. and that's when you like. I agree. Th- those directors, you have to just go support because even if it misses the mark, it'll be like that's the most interesting fucking strikeout I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen in my life. Someone tried. I'm sure something. if he yeah. was listening right now, he'd be calling in, going, "You guys don't know what you're talking about. It was a bitch to make this movie. <laughs> 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 Nobody wanted to fund it." <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't. A Black Swan, I didn't. I didn't like. Yeah, but uh, that's what wasn't I for me. Black I was just Swan like, uh, that's that's my that's my trepidation is like. If but this the wrestler is, was amazing. The wrestler is fucking. And, and I'll tell you, one of my favorite movies that he made was his first one, Pi. Still love Pi. Pi is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's I, you a low tech sci fi, just I've, really. Uh, I've liked a lot film. of his movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I just like I said, there's a bunch of weirdos in a house. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? no, that, that's actually how they're <laughs> yeah. selling it. They're, they're, uh-huh. yeah, Come see the weirdos in a house. And yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. If I want to see weirdos in a house, I'll go to Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what are we doing? Dice all of a sudden. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> all right. So, and the other movie coming out is American Assassin. I don't know what that is. This is the Tom Cruise movie. This is oh fuck no, yeah. This isn't Tom Cruise. No, that's American Made. No, that's What's American Made. American Assassin. Is, is, All uh, right. Is this should have uh, been Tom Cruise? Um, is it is a thriller? <laughs> Who's in this one, Aaron? Uh, no, this is um, Michael Keaton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. There's a young kid. It's based on a book. 
Um, it looks, it could be interesting. It's so it's based on a book. There's this this kid, uh, it, like a family member gets murdered by a terrorist. So he's like, I want to join I special train ops. And, yeah, yeah. And Michael Keaton is like the best special ops guy. Right. And and he's like, I want to go after whoever the dude that that killed. Um, Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. So you know, it's Michael Keaton. It's Dylan O'Brien. It's uh, Sana Lathan. Uh, you know, it, Tyler Kitsch is in it. So I don't know. It could it, be. It, it really felt like it. Like the trailer was for sure a by the numbers uh, action thriller trailer. That that was like there was literally nothing at all unique or uh, original in the trailer. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the movie won't be fun. It could be a fun action movie, like you're saying. Sure, there's fun action movies all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I I don't know. I'm putting my faith in Michael Keaton. Right. Yeah, Michael Keaton. If this was Kevin Costner playing his role, (laughs) I'd be like, nope. All right, that is fair. Right? It's Keaton, so I'm like, I like him as a, like, have we ever seen him as this badass special ops training dude? No, I don't think so. So I feel like I think he's pretty selective, but I might be wrong about that. But I think he is. I think he is too. I think he doesn't. He kind of doesn't need. He's won an Oscar. He's in big budget. He's in Spider Man. Like he, he mm-hmm. doesn't need to do this. So I feel like this could work. He didn't win the Oscar. Wasn't he nominated? Yeah, but he didn't win. Well, you know what he should have, Aaron. And I don't think. I mean, look, he did. He's a guy who had his career obliterated by Troy Miller, which a lot of people have, and. uh uh, what was the name of the? How was he? I Jack Snow. This is a weird. Jack, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost was a Troy Miller production. Troy Miller is a, a director, and he um, he's he's sto- he's stolen from me. He's stolen from a lot of writers in town. He's a monster, and he's a producer on Arrested Development. He's he's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, How do you like really he, feel? He, I wrote a script for him, and he took my name off and put his on and turned it in. So he stole overall probably about thirty thousand dollars from me, and in. in uh, residuals so he can go fuck himself nice um and then he ruined uh, michael keaton's career with, with that fucking movie just a piece of shit fucking movie um he he is a horrific director and he'll take any script and turn it into shit so so he I think michael american keaton assassin went, michael keaton went saying? through that process <laughs> and disappeared for how many years yeah i mean troy miller drove him out of the fucking business for 15 20 years and now he's back and he's being very selective isn't that giving troy miller a lot of credit for michael keaton's you uh, don't know troy miller yeah <laughs> <laughs> for, for, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you, I I will uh, I am enjoying the uh, Michael Keaton resurgence. That you know, everything it's great. from you know to see him in these different uh, um, the, different roles, and he's just you know he he's I, I really liked him in Spider Man too. Well, there's also tons of fucking kids who don't have no idea who he is, and all of a sudden he's just popping up, and he's super interesting and right. and cool. You know, doing all these different characters, yeah. all these different. Yeah, there's parts. no kid watching him going. That's the guy from Night Shift. Yeah, nobody nobody <laughs> is. Batman is, uh, <laughs> is like now he's fighting Spider Man. How did that happen? Um. All right. So well, those are our, those are the movies that's, coming out. Yeah, that's our, all the movies to talk about. Dave, uh, how's uh, how's the dollop doing? What's what's going on with the dollop? We're going on tour to Australia, um, October. You mean Gareth, right? Starts. You mean Gareth? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a bunch of cities, uh, and then uh, I have an album coming out uh, on the fifteenth. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> so what? I don't know when's this coming out. Today. Oh, okay, today. So it'll, yeah, my album comes out on. Um, is it fifteenth Saturday or is it Friday? Friday? Friday. And you had a movie come out today. A movie? Earbuds. Yeah. You're in a yeah. movie. Oh yeah, in a movie. I, uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, yeah, this movie. I just. I've seen it so many times. I forget that it comes out. Because uh, to me, it came out uh, almost every day in my bedroom when I watch it before I go to sleep. <laughs> 
Oh, God, if I could make yeah. it play in That's your house cool. every day, <laughs> I could somehow do that. Um, so where can people, if they want to go get tickets to dollop shows? And uh, if they- you want to go to uh, dollopodcast.com, uh, that's where you can get all the tour uh, stuff. You can pre-order my album now on iTunes and Bandcamp. Um, What's the name of the album? Uh, Hothead. <laughs> it's based on my one-man show in Australia. It's basically, if you know what Al-Anon is, it's an Al-Anon uh, hour of comedy. Oh, interesting. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I did it two years ago. I, I, um, I, I wasn't happy with the, the actual sound recording, So, I, but then I decided to put it out anyway because I think it's, I showed it to a couple people and they're like, ah, it sounds all right. Um, are you I, are you releasing audio and video on it? No, or just no audio? video. I, I've never done. You know what? I don't like video. Um, yeah, you hate watching yourself. No, no, I don't like. I don't like watching anybody. I, I yesterday I wanted to hear Bill Burr's new special, which was on Netflix. So I turned it on and then darkened the TV and just <laughs> had it oh, on. Wow. I don't like to watch standups. I like to watch them live, but on TV with the cuts and the angles on, I would rather hear it. And take it in that way, then visually just watch. Hear it. the joke writing. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm your uh, your album is pretty much a one man show. Yeah. Well, I cut it down so it's less one man showy than the actual one man show is. So it's mm-hmm. kind of bits, but it's there's a through line, and it's it's mm-hmm. about it's about my dad being an alcoholic. That's what the whole thing. Got is about. it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, check that it's out. It's weird. Uh, Graham just turned into a puddle. Yes. <laughs> you know, Al-Anon's an untapped market. For, uh, <laughs> it works if you work it. <laughs> it's so. a fantastic program. <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah, as help late. me. Um, so, all right, yeah, and also the Los Angeles Podcast Festival, October 6th Coming through up. the 8th. I'll be real. there. You will be yes. there. Yeah. Um, Any uh, new shows to announce? Uh, we just got. Oh my god, what's the KCRW one? Oh, all things can cons- no, not. Um, uh, while Dave's looking that up, you will Jesus. go to lapodfest.com. dot com. Yes, uh, to get uh, tickets. To get tickets, you can, we're, I think we put day passes on sale now. Um, oh, okay, so you can great. Get weekend and day passes. Uh, it's. October 6th, 7th, and 8th, it's at the Biltmore Hotel. Yeah. I don't know if there's any hotel rooms left at their discounted rate. Really? I, um, guest DJ Project. Guest, guest DJ, DJ Project. Project. Oh, yeah. And their guests will be my favorite murderer. Oh, that's, fantastic. That's fantastic. And we're expanding uh, you know, the podcast pros thing. If yes. there's anybody out there that's more interested in the- In learning how to podcast and all the uh, you know, getting advertisers and all those things, I actually just finished that programming grid. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot, a lot of programs. It's, it's a dual track of programs, Saturday and Sunday. And we've got some live podcasts like uh, uh, Daily Tech- New show and also um, Chris Denson's podcast. We're going to be doing live Innovation Crush. Innovation Crush. So it, it's a really great program if you want to learn about podcasting too. Yeah, and if you if you if you're a new podcaster and you're looking to expand your business or you work in the podcasting industry, which is a real that's yes. a real term now. Um, <laughs> it is. Did you see we had upfronts? Yeah. <laughs> I was just that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Upfronts for podcasts. Fuck off. For real. Yes, that they really did happened. It. Now Where? hear this. Now hear this. Oh. <clears throat> did their festival and they did it at the Javits Center because they really they learned from last year that don't do it in the big uh, uh, venue. So do it in the biggest venue in New York. 
<clears throat> what they did. So it was, again, giant empty spaces with a few people in them. And they did an upfront. That was their new idea. Oh, my God. Um, so they ta- They basically talked about podcasts they're going to have on mid-roll. It's just a big marketing thing they because do Because they, they do uh, seasons now. Because uh, you know, the whole point is to emulate the old media. I know. Th- it's <laughs> just like... You watch and you're going, this is, this is old media. You don't do upfronts. This is why you we- You don't need to do upfronts for podcasts. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> it's just crazy. They're already in the back. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason <laughs> to Upfronts were a way, if people don't know what they are, all of the, the, uh, the networks- TV shows. Yeah. Just the, the yeah. five, four networks back then would have an event in New York and they would invite all the press- and the actors would be there and, and, and the writers and they would all schmooze and try to get press for their show to get it out in front of all the other ones that were coming out at the exact same time. Right. So if you now apply that to podcasting, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No. <laughs> and the other thing too, you, you, you have to retrain so many people like because they, they feel like we got to promote the release. No, no, no. Drop the content. Get the content out there and then promote. Right. right. Like we had this conversation with earbuds. Everyone was like, Oh, we should do a, you guys should do a bunch of interviews leading up to September twelfth. Like, no, 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 no. After no. it's out. I go, yeah. we could I could we could, if I'm on Joe Rogan in January. Guess what? We'll sell a fuck ton of t- downloads right, because yeah. it's there. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> it needs. If you're on Joe Rogan in January and the movie's not available, and it comes out a month later, you'll sell next to none. Next, yeah. yeah, because yeah. no one's going to remember. They want to just go. Oh, that sounds cool. Stop. Yeah. Buy. Impulse yeah. buy. And if you're doing a if you're doing upfronts for a podcast that's not coming out for four months, you're not doing anything. Right. <laughs> I would spend that time recording a podcast and yeah, releasing yeah. it and maybe, uh, rather maybe than organizing upfronts. That's one thing you could do. You could just find a recorder and start fucking talking. Um, and also one of the things it was for is because it was a competition because right. there was no recording. Like, oh, I can either watch NBC or ABC. That's These right. two shows that are on at the same time, I have to compete for your attention because right. you can only watch one. Right. Those days don't exist. They anymore. don't exist anymore. <laughs> you can watch whatever you you listen to whatever you want whenever you want. There's no like, am I going to watch uh, Dukes of Hazard or, uh, or Magnum PI? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's yeah. That that's a world we don't live in. We so. don't live in that world with anything. <laughs> yeah. No. Not even sports. No. Like I mean, I I the way I consume sports now. I mean, sometimes I watch it live. But sometimes I go, did my team win? Yeah, okay, I'm going to watch the game now. Because I don't want to get mad, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't have to spend three hours and then get mad that my team lost. I have, I have turned on a game and my team starts losing and I go, oh, maybe I'll see if they won this. Check ahead and I go, no, they didn't. I'm going to turn it off. Yeah, I'm off. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, I don't want to. Uh, it's actually a new way to consume sports. Yeah, it's it totally is. new. Yeah. And now you can, like, I don't have cable. I have the Major League Baseball app on my phone, and that's how I watch the Cubs, and I have the WNBA app, and that's how I watch the LA Sparks. That's how I watch sports. I right. don't want, I mean, like, I have an Apple TV, so s- sometimes I'll watch it that way. Yeah. Like, I'll watch Major League Baseball's app. Like that's, a, that's how I do it. I yeah. watch it on TV with, through the app. Right. Yeah, because, like, the Cubs play a lot of day games, so sometimes I'll be working at home, and I just have the game on in the background, and that's mm-hmm. cool. And And I love the, like... And if it's a tape, if that's so that's how I'll watch it live. But if it's a tape delay, if I've already seen it, I can burn through the fucking commercials and watch the game in an hour and sixteen minutes. Well, it's just how you can, and I, I don't consume TV the same way. Right. I I, no, I now I I DVR everything until it's close to the season finale, and then I burn through them. Right. And like 
like Game of Thrones like Westworld, be... I was like, oh, I'm just going to wait. And now I'm watching Westworld right now. Right. Because right. I can just watch them all whenever I want I, as opposed to you, once a week. Game of Thrones was the only exception that like, I I agree I, I because there's so wait. many spoilers. Right. Like that one I wanted to watch as soon as it came on. Like I think what we would do is like uh, it came on at 9. Kids went to bed at 9.30. We were watching it at 9.40. Yeah. So and that's yeah be- because yeah the internet goes nuts the next totally day. yeah don't go to uh, Europe the day before the finale because <laughs> <laughs> the water guy selling the finale on a uh, on a um, bootleg yeah <laughs> hey you want a water right here we got water the wall's gone the wall's gone you want water. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Los Angeles Podcast Festival, Political Vigilante will be doing its first ever uh, yeah, live live, live YouTube. How you, are you going to do it? Are you going to do solo? Are you going to have a guest? I'm going to have a guest. I'm going to make it a completely different thing because the show right now is so solo because I just don't have the money for the, the tech. So I'm going to try to make it a little more interactive sure. and have a couple guests on and talk some subjects. And maybe if depending on what the tech, you know, maybe even put some new clips through my laptop to watch and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, so I got to find some guests to talk politics. I don't know if you want to run your yap poll about. Yeah, the, I can uh, do it. I obviously, I have a lot to say about politics. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go to LAPodFest.com, guys, October 6th through the 8th, and uh, buy tickets for all this cool stuff. Aaron, you have something to is uh is it streaming this se- this year or no? No stream. No, live. no stream. Only way to no see it is there, to see guys. it live. Possibly, quite possibly, the last year of the festival. Could be. So you might, see if you want to, if you enjoy the festival, get tickets. Yeah, please support it. Yeah. Because that's how it survives. It survived. Survived. <laughs> 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 um, You've been listening to Cryptic Talk. <laughs> was that cryptic? That did, uh, that felt pretty. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> that, that might go under foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, that might go under bold prediction. Um, but yeah, we um, we really need you guys support on the festival. So please buy tickets. We got a lot of great shows. Like uh, you know, we're still adding some. Still, we're adding right? shows. We sold mm-hmm. more tickets than we did last year. Last year was a tough year. It, the festival itself was fun, but money wise, it was tough. This year, we've sold more tickets. We've got a couple more sponsors, but. Um, you know, it's it still a lo- needs to be viable. <laughs> it still needs to be viable, and with all these big giant companies coming on, bringing these huge festivals, and being able to pay all the acts giant money, and be able to lose a hundred grand, and on just a lose, they could just More, write off. They can lose two hundred fifty grand. I mean, yeah, you know, now here this lost a fortune last year. Fortune, it didn't matter, and they don't care because they're owned by a giant conglomerate. And, and that and they, at the end of the they, day, they put it underneath a marketing budget. And, yeah, it's just and, a write off. Yeah. And there's a lot of podcasts who don't care and just go take that money and uh, are happy that. In the end, the end result is that the fans will be paying four hundred dollars for tickets, versus our one hundred and fifty, one hundred and eighty dollars. That'll be the contract. end result, and then and then you can uh, look at the podcast that do that festival instead of ours, and you know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're paying four hundred dollars for a weekend pass, and the sense of community's gone, uh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> you just can watch the cool community that lived long briefly so, at earbuds, which <laughs> is available on iTunes yes. and all major digital platforms. So buy your LA PodFest tickets now, and uh, we will see you there in October. We will be there. It's going to be a blast. It, it's it, going to be a lot Always of fun. fun. It's always fun. It is always fun. Um, and uh, if you want to be a volunteer, stuff like that, that's- uh, That's that's on the website now, right? It's on right? the website. Yep. So, um, all right, I Dave Anthony, that's, that's where, it. Thank you so much. Find you? The where, World Wide Web. I'm on uh, at Dave Anthony on uh, Twitter if you want to see someone screaming. <laughs> I'm at, Are uh, you in all caps? Uh, all the you time? can go over to Instagram where I just do funny stuff. I do political stuff. 
and then you I've can, sort of done that with my Instagram. My yeah. Instagram is just sort of silly and, and fun, yeah. and then Twitter is just all like the corporate Democrats have ruined the country. And then over on Facebook, you get my longer rants about why everything's ruined, uh, which I'm also just Dave Anthony on there. I think, I don't know if I'm, I think Instagram, I couldn't get my name, so I'm like Dave underscore Anthony underscore. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, Aaron, so glad to have you back in the States. Um, we're glad you made it through customs. <laughs> And, uh, you know, thanks for wearing an earbud shirt today. Always glad to support. I mean, you could have kept me in there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is fucking, you it's make a move. Everyone's bellyaching. Dave's in the movie. He doesn't Dave doesn't watch even know it. if you're in it or Aaron not. Aaron got cut out and he's bellyaching. <laughs> like, the fuck? You can't win with this goddamn bullshit. Earbuds available on iTunes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, and Amazon. And Amazon. <laughs> uh, and of course, check out The Political Vigilante on the YouTube. Please watch this if you uh, on YouTube as well, Comedy Film Nerd's YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Uh, that helps uh, YouTube's analytics get us more mm-hmm. people into this universe. Our Patreon.com slash Comedy Film Nerds. Yep, please support that. That's been slowly growing. We really appreciate the support. You get is, bonus content. Get bonus content, and as little as $5, you'll get bonus content. But if you just want to help out, you want to do one or two bucks, that helps too. Uh, the big uh, bonus content is at the $10 here. Yep. So, and uh, I just wanted to mention too, uh, a couple of gotten a couple emails about how the graphic novel is going. It's been going really well, just a little bit slower than we'd like, but uh, coloring is going on. It's going to be over 180 pages. Oh. Uh, inking is done. Coloring and uh, lettering are being done right now. And also listen to Conversations from the Abyss. Yes. That is in the new and noteworthy in the art section. Uh, second episode, The Solicitor, has dropped with uh, Dave Huntsberger and Michael Carnaccio. Yeah, also, I forgot to say, Political Vigilante, I've also made it a podcast. I've taken the audio from it, so you can listen to Political Vigilante. It's in the news and politics section of iTunes. Uh, so check that out. Conversation from, uh, from the, what is it? Conversations from the Abyss. Who are yeah. you again? Yeah. <laughs> Mankini? Mansuni. That's Close Dan enough. <laughs> <laughs> My name, thank you, Dave Anthony. Thank you, Aaron Brungart. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han shot first.